All right, everybody, welcome to, I don't know what episode this is, but we're, we're Movies with My Mother. I am Lexi. And I'm Mom. Lori. <laughs> and today we had, we had a good old time. We did. We watched 9 to 5. What a way to make a living. <laughs> and I closed my notebook for some reason. Here we go. <laughs> This movie clocked in at about an hour and 50 minutes. Okay. It was from 1980. Yes. It was rated PG. Now, this is before, like, PG and PG-13 and R were really differentiated. Right. Because they say shit a few times. Yes. I think that this was pre-ratings. And yeah. then recently it has been added on. Yeah, before the NBA stuff. You know, there's that little bit of gunplay. Yeah. But, you know, nothing. Oh, and drugs. Forgot the drugs. <laughs> yeah. And drinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, this movie's bad. <laughs> and, all that, <laughs> and all that smoking in public places. Yes, that. well, that's <laughs> what they did back then. Can't do that anymore. Nuh-uh. Uh, it was directed by Colin Higgins, a name I've never heard of. No. It got 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. 58% on Metacritic. Yes. And 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. And it made a shitload of money. Did oh, you see that? man. $10 million budget. Yeah. And it made 103 point something million. And in box office. Most of that was domestic. Yeah. Only 10,000 of it <laughs> was worldwide. Right. And it was not critically acclaimed. No. Siskel and Ebert, those guys, they just okay. gave it a mediocre, it, just a mediocre uh, rating. I thought, oh boy, that's because they are men. Yeah. You know, they don't get it. And back in 1980, they did not get it. No, and uh, Siskel and Ebert never really had popular opinions. Like, I don't... Right. I, I think that they were more TV stars than they were critics. Probably. Um, you know, they, they had their TV shows. Even some guy named Gary Arnold, which I've never even heard of it. That Yeah. Even Ronald Reagan threw in on this. Oh. He and Nancy viewed it in the White House, and he just didn't think it was anything important. But, okay. Ronald Reagan, who ruined the United States? Yeah. Ronald Reagan? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Right. That there wasn't any other. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Unless there is some alternate universe where there's a Ronald Reagan that's married to Nancy in the White House. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, no, uh-uh. Not at all. Um, it starred uh, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Dolly Parton, and Dabney Coleman. Uh-huh. They were the main players. Yes. A lot of little people in here that I guess people would recognize, but I, I didn't write down because I didn't really feel it was right. super important. Well, there were a lot of character actors. Yeah. You know, there were a lot of people in an outing. So that's, that's why it was... Um, it was a big movie. $10 million budget? Yeah. Holy cats. How much of that do you think was on wardrobe? Oh, a lot. I thought the wardrobe was pretty fancy. I, yeah. I almost put on a skirt and, and tights 
to come to watch this I movie. I thought about it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I got some new tights. They had no holes in them. I, I thought, I could be a nine-to-five girl. And I thought, nah. No. No. You're lucky I put pants on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I only put pants on because I had to go to two stores. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know why we don't know anything about Colin Higgins? Why? Because he died at age 47. Oh. Um, in 1988. Oh. I don't remember writing that, but I, uh, <laughs> I do have it here. Have he was, we been smoking reefer? Maybe. I don't okay. know the way the cat was acting. We might have been. <laughs> he, he died of an AIDS-related illness, I believe. Oh, dear. And before he died, he started the Colin Higgins Foundation to provide support to uh, gay and transgender youth. Oh. That's why we don't know anything more of him. How wonderful, though. Yes. Yes, in his death, there was, there was light. Yeah. Oh, uh, again, Ronald Reagan, who uh, poo-pooed the AIDS epidemic, causing millions to die unnecessarily. Correct. Okay. That Ronald Reagan. That one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It, the screenplay was written by uh, Higgins and Patricia Resnick. I saw that, but I the names didn't mean anything. To yeah, me. she's done. Um, she's done more movies. Okay, well, women's type movies, and Maxia is another one of those movies that uh, was for Women's History Month, which is why we chose Nine to Five. Yeah, um, she's more. She's been bigger things in uh, TV. Oh, Mad okay. Men. Oh, Better Things. I don't know. So. What that is. Yeah, she, she's done more TV than, but I still don't recognize that name, but why should I? You know, I, I just, I'm not a movie fan, so. Right, and I don't recognize it because a lot of times that stuff kind of goes past me. Right. So, this is the first female film, dominated film, uh, to gross over a million dollars. A hundred million dollars. Uh hundred million dollars. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it down too. <laughs> I have problems with those zeros. <laughs> I have to count them. Yes. Oh, yes, you do. That is your business, isn't it? Yeah. Jane Fonda's production company, IPC Films, produced. Yes. And this was her um, idea. This The idea of this movie came from her. Really? Yeah. I know that she she, like, worked with working women to get a sense of the role. Right. Right, and it was perfectly played. You know, the way the way she came in that first day all tightened up with that crazy little hat on. Yeah, entering the workforce is scary. Yeah, especially when you all, weren't in the workforce. Yeah, all she did was be a housewife. Yeah. Right. It's also the 74th of the top 100 funniest movies. Oh! I thought that was interesting. I didn't know if you'd have that. I had some other stuff. Like I told you the other day when we talked about this, I figured you'd have all the trivia, the same silly trivia I had. Yeah. And that I went in another direction. Yeah. So we'll okay. get to that. We got to talk about this movie. I love this movie. It's a great movie. It's three women become unlikely friends. Yes. Because they, they have to stick together in a man's world. Yes. And in order to get one over... 
on the man, they have to work together. And they do it flawlessly. Absolutely. And there is always somebody in the office when, when the boss is talking to someone exclusively. There is always chatter as to who's doing what with who. Yes. So, you know, I understand that that office mentality of, oh, oh right. she's sleeping with the boss. Right. You're in an office of women. Yeah. A couple of men thrown in here and there. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I know who talks to who. Right. Ain't nobody talking to me. That's because you're <laughs> sleeping with the boss? No. Uh, no. Ooh. Okay, thank God. <laughs> My boss is like a cool 75 piece wow. a day. Okay. <laughs> thank the Lord. Plus, you got Big Daddy to take care of. Yeah, also, my my boss doesn't talk to me, so... Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, not really. I, no. I get to talk to people to understand what they do. But, you know, that's another story for another day, isn't it? Right. <laughs> L- Lily Tomlin turned the, the movie down flat, and then when she got in, she tried to get back out. But in the end, it, it worked out really well for her. Oh, and I, I read that she had, um, she was doing The Incredible Shrinking Woman. Yes. And that that movie was put on hold for her to be able to do 9 to 5. Really? Yes. Nice. I like Lily Tomlin. I think she's pretty funny. <laughs> her face is worth a million dollars. Yes. You, you just, it speaks so loud. <laughs> her eyes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, did did my face say that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's why I enjoyed wearing the mask all these, these last two years because, you know, I can hold my eyes, but sometimes I, I, I mouth nasty words at people. <laughs> yeah. So, gosh darn it, mask came off. I don't know. I just, you know, can you please get the fuck out of my space, please? Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tina Easton, the musician, um, had a big hit months, just a month before 9 to 5, Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 came out, and it was turning into a pretty big hit, and when it came across the uh, ocean to us, it was called Morning Train. Who doesn't know Sheena Easton's Morning Train? Yeah, it was called 9 to 5? Yes. Oh! And... Uh, I believe that the whole title of the movie, I don't have it written down, but I think I read this somewhere, is Morning Train 9 to 5. Really? Yes, I believe so. Weird. And I was, don't think I knew that. It was her biggest hit. So I, yeah. Yeah, it's in my head right now. Yep. Uh, right along with working man to, oh, can't say that, can we? <laughs> uh, well, I, I think you stopped yourself enough. Okay. <laughs> Please Besides, don't sue us. Anybody that hears me sing is going to be screeching and holding their ears, so. (laughs) (laughs) Something I thought was cute was this was Dolly Parton's first movie. So when she got on set and found that they shoot scenes all over the place and not in consecutive order, she was very surprised. Yes. And I just think that's the cutest little story. Yes. (laughs) That she didn't know anything about that. I thought that that was pretty, pretty interesting. And what's funny about that is that she's a great actress. She is. She was great in this role. Yes. I, I think so. I, 
you know what? I cannot even picture anyone else being Dora Lee at all. Well, they uh, did make a TV spinoff. They did. And one of Dolly Parton's sisters played the Dora Lee Rhodes character. But I, I can't honestly say I ever saw those, so I can't say whether that was a good thing or a bad thing. Right. I didn't even know they made a TV show until yes. I read it. And I was like, oh. and, and there was also a Broadway musical. Mm hmm Yep. Mm-hmm. And the studio did want a sequel. Oh, okay. Well, it, it made it, enough money. Yes. But it just really never came together, I think. Well, um, I mean, but how do you really go forward from there? Exactly. Does, does Violet take over the entire company? Well, that would be... Yeah, I I read that and I thought, oh, you know, I absolutely, I'd love to see these three women do another movie together. But what? How? Yeah. About what? Well, um, current, well, I think maybe it just ended. But Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin had been on a show together that ran for oh, six or seven seasons on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah, called Grace and Frankie. Oh. Um, they were kind of rivals in life until their husbands uh, told each of them that they were going to leave the wives for each other. Oh, oh my goodness. The husbands oh. played by Martin Sheen and Sam Waterston. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to turn that television on how you showed me and watch that. <laughs> you have to get Netflix though. Oh, it doesn't have Netflix on it? Uh, you have to talk to Blythe about that. God damn it. Okay. But Did yeah. I say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> but they, they become unlikely friends when, when all of that happens. And apparently it's very cute. I've never watched it. All right. And these three, role, these, these three roles were written for these three women. Oh, okay. Because this was a Jane Fonda thing. You know, she's the one that thought up this that this would be a good movie and stuff. She had these people picked out, and the parts were written for these people. Oh, and okay. I thought, yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, I can't even picture anybody else doing these these parts. The guy you see at the very end, uh, Russell Tinsley. Yes. Gregory Peck and Charlton Heston both turned down that role. Holy cow. They didn't want a little cameo. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was one day's worth of work. One day? <laughs> we'll have you out by lunch. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I did read that Dolly Parton took this role on the condition that she could do the theme song. Oh, really? And she does that with all of the movies she appears in. Oh. And the only movie that did not use her song as the theme song was Steel Magnolias. Oh, Okay. Did Steel Magnolia have a theme song? I think it had something different. Again, I've never seen that movie. I haven't either. It just is one of those movies that seems incredibly sad at the end. Okay. And I don't want to watch that. All right. Uh, yes. And why this is important for Women's History Month, why this was picked by us, is because of the fact that um, it, at that time, women in the 70s, Women made a huge influx into the workforce. Right. And they were low-paid, 
low respect jobs. Yes. And um, the idea of rights and respect and even money is a huge opportunity that women had to overcome to get to where they are today. And still do. Oh, yes. Because we are still making, what is it, 76 cents on the dollar? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something ridiculously small. And there is a documentary out there. I couldn't find any real, I just found like little blurbs that there was a documentary that they were making about this and that um, it's on, PBS is in, involved in some way, which, you know, I, I, I should have worked a little harder, I guess. <laughs> but I will find it. Okay. And some other movies that um, are important for Women's History Month that we all should be seeing. Okay. Hidden Figures. Oh, absolutely. NASA hired those women to do all that. The black women. Yes, black women. Yes, which is an even bigger deal. Right. And how they pulled it out. Yeah. On the basis of sex, you're going, what? RBG? RBG the movie? Oh, I know who RBG is. Yeah. On the basis of sex, it sounds familiar, but I've got... It. Yeah. There's nothing. I don't yep. see a picture. A league of their own. Oh, uh-huh. There's no crying in baseball. Right. And women in sports, even today, there's the soccer people. They just won $24 million. Yeah. Because yeah. they are paid half of what the male soccer stars are played. Um, I read somewhere that the male NBA players get millions of dollars in their contracts WNBA players, two hundred and fifty thousand. Right, that woman, maybe that's, that's um, that young woman that's in jail in Russia right now. Yes, she had to. She has to go to Russia to play off season because she only makes two hundred thousand dollars a year, and she is cream of the crop, top. Yeah, and two hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, doesn't an NBA player make that in, in the morning? Yeah, yeah, they sweat that, um, you know, walking from their Lambos into the facility. Right, right. Yeah. And last, it's, it's um, I don't know if we can say the, the words, but it's basketball time right now, the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And remember last year, the women showed, showed their training room. You remember that? Oh. They had this big training room. Yeah. They had one set of weights and a yeah. chair uh -huh. or something and like that. And the men's have like a full stock oh, my goodness. actual it was, gym facility. And, and I'm sure there were little men running around with towels and stuff. I, oh. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I wonder if the women got better treatment this year than, than they did last year. I don't know. We did just fill out the brackets for the March Madness at work. Yeah. Um, so far, I am doing better than two men who did not finish their brackets. Oh, my so, <laughs> so it's not looking good for the kid. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. Okay. Gonzaga so, for the win. Yay. I, lo I love Who doesn't like to say Gonzaga? That's exactly why I pick them. Every year I pick them. <laughs> I like it. Okay, back to the movies. Okay. Suffragettes. Oh, which absolutely. is about suffragettes. Uh, the United States versus Billie Holiday. Oh. Drug enforcement came oh, after yeah. her. Real in hard. A, in a big way. 
And Marilyn Monroe was an unlikely player in her story. Really? Yes. Um, there was a club that Marilyn Monroe, I guess, went to, frequented, and it, I guess it was not a segregated, is that, no, a not segregated club because they would not let Billie Holiday play there. She said, well, I'm not going to come here anymore if you don't let her play. Oh. And they let her play. Nice. Yeah. Well, good for her. Isn't that crazy? Yep. Erin Brockovich, another woman who uh, went underground to find out why the contaminated water was making people sick and, and it was being covered up. The, the downside of the Erin Brockovich story is that um, Thomas Giraldi's law firm was the law firm that spearheaded that. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Girardi and company, it's got a name and it's not in my head, um, are currently under fire for uh, Giraldi embezzling funds from uh, damages won by his by victims. Oh my goodness. That he represented it. And he was on uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh boy. With his I don't know, 15th wife, Erica Jane, you know. 15? Well, I don't know, but at least. Know. Yeah. He, he's 110. She's like 45. Right. So, you know. Right. And her whole shtick was that she's a rich bitch and she's expensive and she she's just super glam. She's a former stripper from New Jersey. Oh. I mean, you're not great. Is, and also, she, she's not super hot, so I don't understand where all this is coming from. Is she rich from the money she made? Or Absolutely she not. Because she married some rich guy she married and a took rich. his money and then married another rich guy. Okay, yeah, too bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Thomas Girardi is in huge trouble right now. Um, and he also, all, all of a sudden, after he was arrested, he uh, apparently uh, got dementia. Oh, really? Really conveniently got dementia. Oh, okay. So now that he's under a conservatorship and they're trying to try him for stealing millions of dollars from people that needed the fucking money. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that whole story, but didn't Aaron Brockovich find out about this water business because of files she found at the law firm? I think so? I didn't see the I, movie. Me either. I only remember because it was news. I do know that in the movie Julia Roberts plays Erin Brockovich and at one point she's in a diner and the waitress walks up to her with a name tag that says Julia and the waitress was in fact the real Erin Brockovich. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yep. So, yep. I know that. But yeah, the Tom Strarty thing, that's a big deal. He's a huge thief and has swindled many, many oh. people out of money they need to live. Yes. Uh, one guy, his house randomly blew up. It killed his fiance. It left him severely disabled. Um, he was awarded big money and Girardi said, well, I'm going to keep it in an account for you. And then he just used that as his own slush fund. Oh my goodness. So this, this man is brutally disabled and he he's out all this money that he was supposed to get oh my yeah oh that's unfortunate but happens every day doesn't it yep 
No Most doubt. of those lawyers are called ambulance chasers. Yeah. Hooray for me and the hell with you. Yeah. That's unfortunate. And there are many, many other uh, very important movies about very important women that take the time to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Might be interesting. I, I do think I would like to see the RBG movie. I really think she was something. She really was, and we're not going to get another one of no. those. I do have hopes for this one that Biden is trying to push through. And now that we have control of the Senate, I, I, I'm well, pretty sure she will be confirmed. Maybe but. maybe not, because we got that guy from Tennessee. No, Virginia. What's his name? I can't even think of his name. Lindsey Graham? No. The Joe Manchin? Manchin, yeah. I don't think you he know, has any dealings with Senate committees. I don't know, but he's he's something else. Yeah. I love the memes that they show <laughs> that, you know, women can't hold jobs in politics because they're too emotional. And then it's a picture of uh, Brett Kavanaugh screaming and crying at his <laughs> hearing and uh, Lindsey Graham just, like, baring his teeth. and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how fun. Yeah. Yeah, well... <laughs> Getting back on track. Okay, um, yep. The Here ladies' names were loosely based on their real names. Yes, yes. Jane Fonda's name was Judy. Uh-huh. Dolly Parton's name was Dora Lee. Uh-huh. And Lily, Thompson, Lily Tomlin's name was Violet. Violet, yes. Because they're flowers. Yep. And But 9 to 5 was a feminist movie before there was feminists. Yeah. Even though Jane Fonda was always, um, I, I think she was ahead of her time uh, speaking up for the disadvantaged things that, you know, she was way against the war, the Vietnam War. Oh, she was, yes, yes. you know, out front of that. And, you know, if anybody's going to bring feminism forward, it's going to be Jane Fonda. Right. And she's been arrested several times yes. recently on her, what are they, Fire Drill Fridays? Yes. I don't know if they're still doing those, but uh, for, what is this for, the Fire Drill Fridays? Was it climate change or? I, you know what? I'm not exactly remember. sure. I'm going to have to look that up, you know, because I know about it, but I don't know anything about it. Um, and a lot of people got arrested with her. Oh, yes. Fire Drill Fridays take action. Oh. Yeah, planet. Act now to save the planet. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. that's And, yes, she is still yeah. a, a voice of a conscience. Yes. You know, you don't, you don't hear about her, you know, lavishing money everywhere. You hear about her doing things. Right. You know, so she... If she's lavishing money, it's on the down low, and that's okay with me. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you made that money, spend it. Right. Right. She's, she was, she came for money, and she made her own money. Yeah. So, good for her. What else did we find out? What other trivia did we find out? There was a ton of trivia. Oh, my God, there was so much trivia. Um, Jane Fonda loved working with Dabney Coleman so much that she had him cast as her husband on the movie... Uh, on Golden Pond. Oh, yes! And Lily Tomlin had suggested him for 9 to 5 because she had seen him somewhere else and was like, he, he had this sexiness about him. And 
I was a little surprised by that because I don't find Dabney Coleman um, any kind of attractive. He looks like a mediocre white guy. Well, oh, I, 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 you know, I guess in 1980, the way he walked, the way he held himself, maybe that might have been sexy then. He didn't do anything for me either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, Roz, the eyes, ears, nose, and throat of the office. Yes. She was in both The Birds and The Graduate. She played Dustin Hoffman's mother in The Graduate. I do remember that. I've seen that movie before, but again, I can only place Dustin Hoffman. I can't even tell you who the girl was. I know that Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Robinson was Anne Bancroft. Bancroft. Yes, yeah. yes. Yes, and, and she's married to who? Uh, Mel Brooks. Mel, Mel Brooks. Well, well, she was. She's well, right. Passed. Is, didn't Mel Brooks just pass too recently? No, he, he's in rough shape, though. He's oh. you know, a thousand years old. Well, I mean, yeah. Dolly Parton bought her entire wardrobe from the production to display at Dollywood. Oh, my gosh, really? Yes. Oh, how fun. I want to go to Dollywood. I kind of do, too. Like, it just, well, I mean, you know. You know, sometimes she goes there herself. Really? Yes, I've seen that on TV and stuff. It's the, the people that go there that I don't really want to be around. But the people, apparently, in that area of Tennessee, she takes care of very well. They make good money and yes, everything is nice. And Well, so, she came from nothing. Yeah. And she raised, I don't know, 10, 15 siblings. Yes. I think... I think Dolly Parton's fabulous. I, I, She's wonderful. You know, this whole literacy thing she's doing right now? Have at it. Yes, she will send your child a book a month. Yes. At no cost to you. Right. I And, and she has stocked the libraries with books. Yes. And who doesn't like a children's book? Of course. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, my favorite authors are children's authors. Yes. James Howe, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, uh, she's just a wonderful person. I, yeah. Maybe she's not. I, I don't know, but I yeah. think she is. And she's in the news right now. She's been um, nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. And she said, please no. She, she said, please take my name off. She doesn't feel she's learned that. And... They said, yes, you have, and they kept her on, but how wonderful. She's a country artist. Yes. She's not a rock and roll Hall of Fame person. But, and we talked about this at work the other day, me and a, a lady who, she's, she's really into music, and I, I, I surprise her because the stuff I listen to, she's just like, where do you even hear this? I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm weird. I listen to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. But she's like, yeah, you know, she shouldn't be there. And I'm like, well, I mean, using that logic, um, NWA shouldn't be there. Right. Um, a lot of people shouldn't be there. Uh, Prince. Right. He wasn't really a rock no. roller. No. Um, I, I think that, unfortunately, they named it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that's kind of now a misnomer. Yeah. It should be just the, the music music Hall of Fame. The Musicians Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because now everybody listens to every kind of music. I don't think I know anybody who lives, listens exclusively to country music. 
or exclusively to rock and roll or exclusively to rap. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I think that people listen to a lot of stuff now and it's not just one genre or the other. I had to, you know, I told you, so I played that cover list at work yes. yesterday. I had to look up the woman that sang the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road cover. Uh -huh. She's an English black lady, and she, she's large. She's a big woman, and she's got this big voice, and it is so perfect for that song. It is the, I would go on a limb to say it's almost better than Elton John's. Wow. It's, What's her name? Say her name. Her name is Yola. Y-O-L-A, no last name. Wow, that is not even familiar to me. I'm no. going to have to look. And know. I watched a, a live video of her at Farm Aid. Oh. And, um, oh my God. Hugely talented. Her voice is awesome. Wow. And she can go real low and real high. And oh, it wow. was amazing. Nice. So if any of you guys get a get a tickle, find Yola and listen at least to her Elton John cover. It's fabulous. All righty. Yep, it just says in here, Yola, musician. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and she's pretty, too. She's a gorgeous woman. She's got all that hair. Well, yeah. That's, oh, that's a lot of hair. I would kill for a mane like that. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, my God. Um. What else she received see? four Grammy nominations in the 2020 Grammy Awards. Oh, good for her. So she's been around a while. Good. Good. She deserves any, any accolade she gets. She's an amazing singer. Cool. Nice. Um, so, Dolly, you do deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if, if Bootsy Collins can get in and um, who else is it? You know, NWA. Um, who else doesn't isn't really? Oh my gosh, there's there's tons and tons of musicians that aren't really rock and roll. Rock and rollers. And, you know, Janis Joplin. What was her real major contributor con contribution to music? She made one album with Big Brother. Yeah, and uh, a solo album that I that came out like right around when she died. That's it. Yeah. I mean, did she really change music? No, not at all. Was she a great singer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She has a voice, yes. But was she a rock singer? I would say no. I would have called her more of a blues singer. Right. But she's there. Correct. I mean, I, I think that it should be not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anymore, although that, that's what it is and that's what it's always going to be. And that's a wonderful place. I remember we went years and years ago when we were, you were little. No, I was and in high school. <laughs> we, we thought, well, don't you think that was little? I didn't more. think it was all that impressive. I did see David Byrne's big suit. That was pretty cool to me. But I went recently, more recently, probably in the last 10 years. And I was very impressed. Really? Yeah, because it was... It was much more, um, much more interesting. Okay. So that's another place. Go there. See it. Yeah. Make your own decision. I feel like driving to Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. That's what they say. And, and I, would, I would also like to go to um, Nashville and, and see the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. 
I would really, really like to see that one day. And the new one and, and see the circle on the stage. I'd love to see that. You know, I, I remember seeing um, all those song, those TV shows and when I was a kid and years ago, you know, and I I have a I like some of that music, but I like the old country stuff. Yeah. More than the new country stuff. Well the new country stuff is just like pop rock. Yeah. Like what is that called? Um, crossover. Country crossover. Yeah, there there's a lot of stuff that's yeah. both both sides. And I don't like that. No. Pick a side. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You know what? You gotta in in today today's um, economy. You have to uh, speak to many listeners. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, Austin City Limits is still on TV. I know. It's fun to watch every once in yeah. a while. Turn that on late at night. Uh, a band I like, uh, the singer went country, uh, and it, it really was not a huge jump because. Um, He's a, a psychobilly, and people are gonna, you know, judge me for even saying that because he's—it's one of those bands that a lot people are like, "Oh my God, it's so psycho!" And then it's just like, you know, those guys are like fancy men, right? Just like posers. <laughs> so I get it. I get both sides. But um, he, a psychobilly, is like old-time country and Elvis-style rock and roll mixed in with. Uh, horror movies and a little bit of punk and yeah. so you know you there's a lot of different stylings even there <laughs> and the lead singer of Tiger Army Nick 13 uh, released a country album he was on he went on like Stagecoach that's their like uh, Coachella uh -huh. oh uh huh for country music and uh, you know the music is good the songs are good yeah. But, again, um, I know him from the other world, and I don't know. Sometimes it jives, sometimes it doesn't. And, yeah. you know, I think he does the other stuff better. So, And that's an opinion, and it's okay. Yeah. That's, that's why we're sitting here. We have opinions, and we like to share them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, and that's like this movie. I, I think this is a fabulous movie. I, I love it. It's just a... You know, wonderful, mindless farce. There's another stiff in the john. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, every job I've ever had, I know I'm smarter than the boss. Oh, absolutely. You know, I know I have better ideas than the boss. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it's not a far reach. I just read, like, one of those, um, I, I read an article about this, and this kind of goes into that women helping women succeed uh -huh. argument. But this woman had a female boss who was taking credit for her work. Oh, had those too. And when this woman figured out that the other that the boss was stealing her ideas, she started um, secretly watermarking her work. Oh. So people would see that, nope, she stole this. Yes. It's not hers. Good. So then there was that argument that, you know, well, you know, you're supposed to help women. Women are supposed to be behind women. And yeah, we are, but also don't jack my shit. Right. And you know, that glass ceiling thing and women climbing the ladder. 
Well, the woman ahead of you is trying to kick you off the ladder. Absolutely. Been there, done that. Yes. You know, I, I, and I have no desire to get ahead of anyone or take anyone's job. But when you're a do, you're a do. Right. And uh, I encountered that at, at my current job. The, the lady that I ended up replacing didn't want to help me at all. She did not want me to advance. Right. Um, nope. I, Nobody can do it as good as I can. No, and really what I figured out was that it wasn't a matter of me doing it better. It was just that I am much more efficient and uh, not lazy. Yes. And that she was making mountains out of molehills in all of the work, and I just do the work. Right. And, you know. And that's it. You look busy if you're talking on the phone. Even if it's to your kids right. all day. Right. And that's unfortunate because everyone should be helping everyone get ahead. There is no room anymore for, uh, again, I, I said it earlier, didn't I? Hooray for me in the hell with you. All right. You know, there, there's not room for that. We all have to work together to make this a success. Right. And the boss I have right now, you know I think it's fabulous. Well, of course, because she is fabulous. Yeah, and, and she listens to me, and she, you know, asks me reasonable questions that are helpful. And I, you know, I don't, but there are others in the mix who, who, oh, goodness, are just testing me to the nth degree. And you know what? I'm going to win. Yeah. They they don't know it. But you're a thug. But I'm a thug. I'm a thug, yeah. <laughs> Try me, ho. <laughs> I, I, and I don't understand why these people have secure jobs. Why are they trying to make me bad? Because if they want me bad, I can be bad. Right. And it won't be pretty. No. I, I know how to wreck a crew. Absolutely. And I, I don't understand. I, all I want to do is make my place of work the best place of work in the whole entire corporate world. Right. And, and it'll be over their dead bodies or not. Sure. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I work with I work in a room full of women and it's it's one thing to say, you know, we have to raise women up. We have to help each other as women. But then it's another thing to work in a room full of women that you just absolutely want to punch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm there. My my position affords me a lot of autonomy. I I I really could just be left in a room by myself and be just as efficient right. as I am sitting in my cubicle and pump out the same volume that you're pumping out. Absolutely. Now. Yeah. Um, but there are people in my office, and it's younger women that just don't feel like working. Just, I'm not going to, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to look like I'm working. I'm going to try real hard to make it look like I'm uh, working so hard. But I'm not really achieving a whole lot, and uh, my production is really, really, really low, and I don't have time for those women. I know, and that's my fault. Honey, I'm I'm sorry that I made you, you know, uh, a good worker. I mean, they're paying you to do a job. Right. You need to do the job. And 
people today don't know that. No, and I'm just trying to do a good job so I keep making more money. Right. That's my main goal in life is to make enough money to be comfortable. I agree. I agree. And yeah, and it's so easy yeah. to do. I would love to sit at my desk with my feet up and just bullshit all day. That would be awesome. And um, get paid for it, but I don't know. Do you I think got stuff to do? I, I don't I don't think I could do that. Oh I could. Absolutely. Maybe for an hour or two, but I'd be bored. I got stuff that you know, I can work fuck the same time. Okay. Well, I'm I'm sorry I made you a, a good worker. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. No, that, it's that, that worth that the work ethic that I have I pass to to you, I'm very sorry. It's fine. I, but you know, and I do want to help. Like I have the stuff that I do. I have really good notes for. I have super great cheat sheets. They're beautiful. And if somebody says, "Hey, train this person," I have beautiful notes to give them. Lots of reference material. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, anything can be fixed. Don't worry. You're not going to get this in a day, you know, yes. but pay attention and we'll get this going. And I have trained several people that just don't. No. Just and I And I have to word, you know, I have to wonder, am I a bad trainer or do I just get hooked up with idiots? Uh-huh. I'd say the latter. I, well, I know it's the latter, but <laughs> because I, you know, there are a few people I train that are completely competent. Right. But... Uh, for the most part, it, I, I do have to sit there and like, ooh, are they testing me? Because they know yeah. I can't deal with dummies. Well, they, they know way more than you. Step aside. Did I, did I tell you one time that that woman that was, I don't know if she had like a learning disability or was, visually was impaired or audibly was impaired. Um, but she came in, she worked for like a week and um, she didn't know what she was doing, but she had she had so many ideas on how to streamline what I do. Oh boy! I'm like, you don't know how to clock in. Oh my! Maybe get that down, right? And then maybe get down exactly what I'm showing you, and then you can tell me that I'm doing it wrong, the hard way. Yeah. Okay. Nothing I do is the hard way. I oh, am no. never going to show anybody the hard way. Right. I And I think that's what has offended another couple people in the office, is I have seen them training people the, the hard, hard way. way. And, um, you know, I'll just be passing through and see somebody having a problem, like, hey, what's going on? Oh, well, I can't figure this out. I'm like, yeah, it's because you're doing it the hardest way possible. Right. Do it like this. Skip all this bullshit. And just do it like this. And it's easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Nice. And I have offended somebody. Oh, my. And I'm sorry, but that woman went to the school of the woman I replaced. Oh, boy. You got you to gotta look like you're working real hard when really oh. you're doing everything the long way. Yeah. And it's just time consuming and you're not really getting a lot done, but you're looking busy. Oh, I don't like that. And no. That, and that just happened to me. I, you know, and new at this job, mm -hmm. I had a, I've seen this one, it's the lottery machine. Oh. Uh -huh. I've seen how to do it two times. Two different people showed me how to do it. I had two pages of notes and a little 
piece of paper, that uh, old lottery thing that I had notes on. And so I said, I'm going to try this. And the girl go, that knew, knew, knows how to do it, she goes, okay. So I go in there, and I'm pushing buttons. She goes, what are you doing? I said, well, I, I'm doing what my notes say. She goes, um, no, you don't need to do that. Push that button, push that button, push that button. And I looked at my notes, and those, all those words were in there, but I also had two pages of other words that I didn't need. Uh. So guess what? It's simple. Boom, Everything. Boom, boom, and it's all over. Yes. Wonderful. And if you can't figure out the fucking time clock, don't come to work. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Oh, that's craziness. <laughs> but, and, you know, yes, I want women to succeed, but I also just can't deal with dummies. Yeah. Uh, people that don't want to learn, people that are lazy, people that are just fucking assholes. Yeah. I don't want to deal with you. I agree. I agree. And, and, and guess what? Nobody's better than me. No, and I'm I mean. I'm smarter. I'm cuter. I'm everything better than everybody. <laughs> if you've seen a picture of me, you know that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I show up to work every day looking like I have shown up to be in a casual office. Great. I wear jeans. I wear decent shoes. I wear a nice shirt. Sometimes a cardigan. My hair is always combed. It might not be clean, but it's always combed. <laughs> and you have a pretty fabulous damn bag on your arm. That's true. But, you know, uh, leggings, sweatpants. Or, well, not sweatpants, but like um, sweatshirts. Oh, boy. Uh, and it's just like, wow. I mean, I've got a copy of the dress code sitting at my desk, and uh, hoodies and, and leggings without long sweaters are not on it are on it as not welcome and oh. here we are looking like we're going to work out oh boy i'm gonna work every day well we don't have that problem at my place but because we can wear jeans but we all have a uniform shirt oh uh-huh so i have five uniform shirts mm -hmm. they go in the wash once a week yeah and i'm ready for another week yeah and we, but jeans, I love wearing jeans. Yeah, absolutely. That I, I don't, I will never go back to a job that I have to wear dress pants to. Yeah. And I thought that was really important to me, the way, I, you know, the way I look is important to me. I want to look professional. I want to look like I can do the job. Mm -hmm. And I always thought, you know, you need dress pants and, you know, no, you don't. You can do your job in jeans. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, love I never really understood why that was a big deal. If I'm wearing clean, solid jeans, you know, none with holes in it, right. just jeans that fit my body right, what does it matter? Right. My swimsuit parts are covered. Uh-huh. And my movement isn't restricted in any way. Uh-huh. So well, what I, is the difference between me wearing a pair of jeans and a pair of khakis? Right. I, I think that more employers are coming around to that thought that it really doesn't matter what you wear to do a good job. And I, I think that that's a better idea. Well, and I also think that they're, all, they're trying to stay attractive to younger workers. Correct. And even my boss has come through and asked us for opinions on, uh, and this hasn't been for a while, but this has happened. Uh, you know, what What could make this 
more of an attractive job because the nine to five is not what anybody wants to work anymore. Correct. I mean, I go to work when I when I go, and I leave when I leave, and right. That cushiest job I ever had was eight to four. Yeah, or or set seven to three. Oh yeah. You know, I'd, I'd show up about seven thirty. We'd go home about you know three thirty. Yeah, loved it. Now um, I don't have such a cushy job. I I do work like 10 to 6 often, but do I like it? No, not really. But it's better than late. Yeah, better than 2 to 9. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. but yeah, you're right. Um, the office environment, the, the work environment is more important to uh, workers today. Absolutely. And, you know, that's a big thing right now. Oh, last week when I thought that they were doing reviews. It wasn't reviews. They were asking people about, I guess, their opinions on how they work, who they work with, and, oh. you know, I guess from there. Because they, they right now, people are in teams, uh -huh. and uh, it's not really working. Right. I don't, know, I don't know why we really went to that in the first place, because back before, when everybody had their own stuff to do, stuff got done, and it seemed to be a lot more efficient. Yes. But... And, you know, now there seems to be a lot more um, chances for infighting and, um, you know, you um, do a little, or I'm going to do a little and you do a lot, and uh -huh. we're going to say we've been a team. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that brings us right back to the movie. Those women all wore the same outfits. Did you notice that? Yes. They all had um, shoe, the shoes that looked alike. They all had skirts and and. Blouses and jackets, and their hair was just a, a certain way. See, they had a uniform back then. Yeah. Yeah. And it changed when, when the girls got in control and they changed things around. Work, the office worked much better. Yes. So, you know, it's, it's the same today. Every, every place of business is the same today as it was 10 years ago, 20, 30, 40 years ago. You know, you have to... Uh, have a an open environment that is welcoming to all. Yes. And that makes for a better workplace. That's why I have decorated my desk with uh, snarky memes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that myself. No, I will not have a good day. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm going to start decorating my work area at. I have a picture of Patsy Stone smoking a cigarette, and it says, worst eight hours of my life. In the show, she was talking about um, going to alcohol rehab, but, uh, you know, in work life, it means the same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> worst eight hours of my life. Nice. <laughs> nice. And we got to talk about our food, too. We, uh, we kind of didn't really know what to do, but we remembered that um, they brought him food on a tray sandwiches and a drink yeah and I thought it was coffee but it was a tab it was a tab but I had a coca-cola so we're okay. yes yes and uh so we had nice sandwiches from Panera mine was delicious mine was not as good as it usually is well I think too making a san a lunch sandwich at, <laughs> at 9 a.m <laughs> might might be a little challenging to some yeah it definitely was yesterday's <laughs> lettuce but they we 
you know, we do this in the morning. We usually do it earlier in the morning. Way but today, early. today we all slept in. Thank and, God. And uh, so the food didn't get made until uh, this morning. So I, I think that uh, people weren't used to making a chicken salad sandwich at 9 a.m. <laughs> That's all. Just That's picking all. up your lunch on your way to work. Yeah, I think it's an okay idea. Yeah, I was fine with it. But I had a turkey bacon bravo. It was amazing. I, I really enjoy Panera sandwiches. They're, they're quite delicious. Get any sandwich you ever get on tomato basil bread. I promise <laughs> you. It's a I, little bit sweet, but it's also a little bit earthy. I just had mine on sourdough, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I usually get the... Um, it's, a, it's like chunks of turkey and um, avocado slices and bacon. Oh, yeah, that one. That one's very good, too. But the last couple times, my turkey was just kind of sad. Oh. I had two little sad turkey lumps. Oh, no, I thought so. maybe it was the avocado. You know, they had that little hiccup with avocados oh, there for no, a while. No, um, but so, but the bacon... Turkey Bravo is, I've moved to that. It's got the sliced turkey on it. It's fabulous. Yeah, good. Well, and I, or, I always order, because it says, we've got emerald greens on it. It's like two sprigs of arugula. It's like nothing, <laughs> so I always get extra greens. I didn't, I didn't think of that. But yeah, it was delicious. My, yeah. my sandwich was good. Um, I only found one grape in mine, though, um, Panera. Put more grapes in them. Yeah, jerks. <laughs> but it was delicious anyway. Yeah. And the tomato was very yummy. It looked I, fresh. I usually, yeah. I usually don't get tomato at sandwich places because, you know, you don't always get a nice tomato. And I didn't even think of it. Even after you said any deletes. And I, no, I'm okay with whatever. But I, it was yummy. Yeah. So we had we had sandwiches and coffee. And Lex had a Coke. So Yeah. So we were kind of near the movie. We didn't have them on fun lunch trays, though. No, we didn't. We just had them on our TV trays. Yeah, that's okay. Wait, are these our, our desks? Well, technically, they're both. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because we just clean our lunch off and put our stuff on the TV tray. Right. Because, you know, we are lounging on the couch. Absolutely. That's why you can hear traffic whizzing by. Yeah, and, and um, you know, the cats come and go, although... We wore them out. They're they're all sound asleep on the trees. Yeah. No, Ash is still in bed. He never came out. <laughs> I just did. walked in there. He's lying on Justin's blanket and just looked at me like, why are you here? <laughs> he came to see me and get a, a rub and a cookie. Yeah. So he's all right. But yeah, yeah we've knocked the other, the other two out. Yeah. They're exhausted. Well, it's their sleepy time. Yeah, I agree. It's my sleepy time. <laughs> You know, on my day off, I often have a nap around this time. Get up, I have breakfast, I watch a little TV, and then have a nap. Saturdays, I don't usually nap. Um, I did last week. It was awesome. But also, I, my tummy hurts. I wanted to sleep through that. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I usually do my napping on Sunday around 9.30 after we got up at 5 and did running and went to breakfast and... <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and then we're home waiting for the world to open up. <laughs> nice. 
You and know, the movie store doesn't open till like noon on Sundays. Oh, holy cow. I, I did not know that because I've never been there, but, you know, I, I, okay. I'm all right with that. Well, yeah, that's fine, but, you know, when we have to get up at 5 to go to Walmart when they open so we can be the only people in there. I, I don't understand that. I, I still don't. You've been doing that for a long time. Justin said he just read an article where they described that as like a whole phenomena where, you know, people just like get up and do stuff when pretty much everybody else is sleeping. Okay. Like he thrives when, you know, nobody's really around him. Well, that's why he has the job he has. Exactly. And um, I mean, I guess that's the reason we live the way we do on the weekends because that's... That's how he thrives. Okay. You know, I don't care if there's people at the store when I'm at the store. I'll just bitch about it in the car on the way home. Right. Right. <laughs> I know. But if we go to the to any store and there's a bunch of cars in the parking lot, Justin's just like, uh. I know. So. And then, like, you know, that's the times that we're running through the, the grocery store. We uh, are marathon sprinting through there. I know. Because everybody there is... You know, thinking, oh my God, they don't got anything on their shelves. They're going, yeah, I gotta get it. Oh. I gotta block the people from coming down this aisle. Get out of the way. I don't want what you want. I, I don't understand that. That that happened to me at the butcher's the other day. All right, this man just every time I moved, this man just needed to be in front of me. Yeah, you might want that piece of cheese he wants. No, I just I wanted a couple stuffed mushrooms and a couple of steaks and. I didn't even want, like, awesome steak. I just wanted some little, like, little Las Vegas strips. And, I mean, you know. He just had to be in front of you. He just needed to be in front of me. Ugh. I and I'm just like, like if, if you're just here flirting with the, the counter chick, can you go on the side? Yeah. And talk to her over there? Because I would like to buy stuff. Yeah. And you are standing in the way of me seeing what I would like to buy. People are crazy. I don't, you know. This is why I don't leave my house very often. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but people are like that, and I don't get it. Like, the other day I went into the, to get a sandwich or something. I had a long day at work. I thought, I'm going to stop at the grocery store where they have, you know, sandwiches and pick up something by my house. And this guy was in front of me, walking so slow, and I knew he wasn't going to buy anything, you know, so... I just went around the other side, and I got something else. And then he had to come around that side. I thought, dude, I already got something. You know, if you wanted this, you should have walked a little faster. Right. Uh, all, all I want is a little ham and cheese sandwich to take home and eat before I go to bed. Yeah. Ugh. And it wasn't even a, a good one, you know. It was just okay. Yeah. But, you know, when you go to the store not knowing what you want to eat, I mean... You, oh, that's the worst. That's yeah. when you buy garbage. Right. I wouldn't know anything about that. Me either. Fuck, a whole box of cookies, for Christ's sake. <laughs> wonder why my stomach's upset. Um, anyway, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, and those... I like those little roll-ups that they have at Kroger's. Oh, uh-huh. But those are... Now they're like $5 for four of those little roll-ups. What? Yes. So on a on a rare occasion, I'll get one of the Italian ones, the spicy Italian. It's got pimento and some pepperoni and some salami. It's real good. You know that you can make those, right? Oh, yeah, well, but, you know, 
sometimes after a long day, all I want to do is grab a sandwich and eat it and go to bed. You just throw some ham on a tortilla. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, if you want the rolls, just cut the tortilla. I don't work. I don't even know what you're talking about. What are okay. you talking about? Nope. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but I went to the grocery I went over to Aldi. I love Aldi's. You know, I love Aldi's. Uh -huh. And I got some bagels and some chicken breasts so I can have a sandwich at home when I get home. And I don't have to stop at the store. I just make a turkey sandwich when I get home. Yeah. And I got up to the front of the aisle and or to the checkout, and I put my lettuce. I picked up my lettuce, and there's lettuce everywhere. I thought, oh, holy shit. I've been all over this store with a bag of lettuce that's open. Oh, oh so you Hansel and Gretel'd it through the <laughs> That's store. exactly what the girl said. She goes, oh, well, you Hansel and Gretel'd it, so you'd know where you were going. I said, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. Oh. So she rang it up, and I ran over and got a, a different one. bag of lettuce. Crime in the what well, you would think I would have noticed nope. it when mm -hmm. I picked the bag up that it was hanging open. Why would you? Yeah. Why would I have bought lettuce in a bag, first, well, of, first of all? I know. Well, we didn't talk about this, but and it doesn't really have any bearing on anything, but um, Thursday was St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yes. Here in the States. Yeah. Oh, and, and today is... Um, a testicle festival. Oh, up darn. in Michigan, we should be going there. No. Okay, let's go back to the delicious jigs dinner you made. Oh my God, my first attempt. It was not seasoned very well because somebody forgot. Just a little salt and pepper is all it needed. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was real good. And I had a big old plate of it last night for dinner. Really good. Yeah, I, I ate the last of mine yesterday, too. I got a take-home package. Yum. Yeah. And Justin had texted me Friday morning. He's just like, I left. He's like, it looked really good. He's like, I left. I'm going to save it for dinner. Nice. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. You know, there's, there's more. There's more in there. You could have it for breakfast and dinner. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> for breakfast and for dinner. <laughs> But yeah, that was my first attempt. I was pretty proud of it. Yeah, you did fine. Yeah, you did fine. I uh, I I think that everything was delicious. Yeah, the carrots and potatoes were cooked perfectly. Yeah, uh, the meat was delicious. Of course, I uh, you could do that again. Absolutely. Justin's like, this needs to go on the rotation, and I'm like, mm, oh no. Yeah, that we talked about that when we were eating. That yeah. You know, sometimes stuff like that doesn't taste as good when it's not the day. You know, I don't. I don't know. You'll have to try it. You'll have to try it and see how it tastes. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but I had a good time making it. It was fun. Yeah, I hope it was easy. And oh, good idea using the little carrots. Oh, absolutely. What a good idea that was. Are you kidding me? I, I first of all, I'm not peeling a carrot. <laughs> okay. I paid too much for this manicure to peel a carrot. That is, that's yeah, I understand. <laughs> oh boy, yep. Yeah. So it was delicious. Yeah, and we talked about our next movie. Yes, we did. 
Uh, Believe it or not. I know. We planned. We planned. <laughs> We're prepared this time. Sometimes. Uh, who yeah. knew? Yeah, go figure. Um, we are going to watch Edgar Wright's Hot Fuzz. Oh, boy. It's the middle of the Coronetto trilogy. It yeah. is a trilogy. Tom's old boss. Yeah. <laughs> Try to tell her it wasn't. Yeah. It is. I think you'll enjoy it. It, um, it has that horror element. Uh, there are a couple. I mean, some of the... There are some deaths, and some of those death scenes are a bit gruesome. Ow. But I feel like it's that gruesome in a way that it's just, like, over the top, and how can that even happen? Oh, okay. So I think that that's, I think that's how you'll take it. Okay. Plus, it's got, some, it's got some brilliant cameos. All right. And I'm really excited about that. Oh. But it's a, just a fun movie. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. If it's half as good as Lily Tomlin driving around with a dead guy in the back, I, I mean, <laughs> wow. Um, and it's the wrong dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of that whole thing. And then to just leave him in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and just for that cleaning lady to be completely uh, nonplussed about it. She was just like, come on, guys. Yeah. Why, why me? <laughs> movies yeah it'll, so. it'll be okay I'm getting a um, I'm getting better yeah it doesn't sound as bad as I think it would have sounded to me a year ago no and it's um and it's based it's a, it's a cop movie it's a buddy cop movie yeah yeah I'm just a I think that that little that guy with the little shorty shorts was in it would be make it fun <laughs> Lieutenant Dangle? Yes. <laughs> Lieutenant Jim Dangle? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It kills me that you think that's so funny. I, and, you know, I've never seen that show, but I've seen the commercials. Oh, boy. It's, they're all ridiculous. Of course. Because that's the way I like it. Yes. The stupider, the better. Yes. <laughs> okay. What else? Oh, I guess we're going to have to figure out what we're going to eat. Oh, yeah. Because I can't remember them sitting down to meals. But, I mean, it's an English movie. You want to just have, like, fish and chips? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, twist my arm a little bit. Yeah, force me. Yeah. I'll make tartar sauce for myself. Thanks anyway. Oh. <laughs> Gross. She eats the fish and chips without the tartar sauce. Or the vinegar. I don't eat it. Um, I don't put the vinegar on my chips or on my fish, but I do like them on the chips. Ew. And I did put some vinegar on my uh, Jake's dinner when I got home. I thought about that as I was driving home. Like, oh, I should have had a little bit of vinegar hanging out. Yeah, well, I put it on mine when I, when I heated everything up. I put the vinegar on it. Oh. Well, good. So I did think about it. It was an afterthought, but I, I love the cabbage with the vinegar on it. I, I don't. I think it makes it so much better. It's just as awful. <laughs> it's awful. Don't do it. It's just like salad dressing on salad. Awful. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I I make I'll bring my own um, 
my own dipping sauce. Okay, then. well, you know, Dustin buys the precious tartar sauce and he uses it once and then it Does sits in the he? fridge. Oh, and I love then the precious. Fish and chips again and he buys a new one. Oh, dang. So we might have some good fishes in there. Oh, I love the fishes. I Every once in a while I'll buy that to put on the, the ham and Swiss sandwiches. That's disgusting. Oh, Delicious, gross. That what do they call it? The buddy boy at Frisch's, or whatever big boy you have around your town. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, gross. Sorry. <laughs> um, when do you have some more time? Do you know? Have any um, idea? I do not. I I think I work next Sunday, but she's been giving me off Saturdays, so I I'll have to let you know. Okay. I'll go, I, I have to go and get my schedule. For whatever reason, I do not get a schedule when I leave on Friday for Monday, so I don't, you know, and this company I work for does not have an online schedule thing. Oh. I don't get it. Where? Yeah. So, uh, so I have to go today and, and get a schedule for Monday. Our payroll thing just moved o over to a different payroll system and like oh. everything is supposed to be there's a there's a computer version and an app version and you're supposed to be able to do everything on the app and the computer version and oh. none of it is set up oh. <laughs> so oh, I can't awful. tell you how many vacation days I have oh. I can't tell you well I can't if anybody knows I requested time off right that's so funny I I was uh you know with this little trip we're gonna make I uh, I didn't think I had any time because when I look at my page where it tells you your vacation time, there's nothing there. Right. And I was telling my boss, and she said, oh, no, you've got vacation days. And she pulled it up on her side, and she could see it all. She goes, you can't see this? I said, no, I can't see that. No. So, but I have to wonder if that's part and parcel of being a union shop. You know, it's different because it's union rules, not the company rules. You know, I go by company rules. Right, because you're not a union I'm person. not union. But the rank and file is, and, you know, maybe that's why I can't see it in my time and attendance. Well, maybe that's also because you can't control your time and attendance. And you can, you can see everybody else's, but you can't see your own. Maybe it's one of those things. no. No, I, you know, when I'm doing time in attendance, uh -huh. I can see everybody's. I cannot see my own. That's what I'm saying. But when I go into my side, my employee side, where I clock in and clock out and, you know, stuff like that, okay. there should be accruals there where I could see my time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. there's nothing there. Okay. It's blank. I see. So, yeah, I should be able to see my time and my available vacation time. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if I have vacation or not, we're still taking the trip. Yep, that's what I said. Yep. Yep. I deserve some time off. Yeah, and you know, there's opportunity to buy more bags. <laughs> I told Dustin that the other day. I said, you know, I'm going to three outlet malls on three days, right? He's just like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> this news to him? Yes. Oh, dear. And I know you've talked to him about it. <laughs> well, I don't think it like sinks in until like a you know. Oh, I'm Tuesday leaving tomorrow. <laughs> I'm leaving in the morning. 
Oh, you are? Oh, oh, oh that's now? Yeah, uh, and I'm not going to be back till Saturday-ish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I, I'm hoping we'll have a good time. Me, I too. Hope we see a lot of beautiful stuff. And I hope I buy a lot of beautiful stuff. Well, even if we don't buy anything, we're going to have a good time. Well, yeah. Hope we have some nice food. Yeah. So... And there's a different. bunch of casinos around where we're going, so maybe we'll uh, take our hot 20s into one of them. Yeah. Yes, a hot 20. Yeah, we're high rollers. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I play out of one pocket and win into the other, so yeah. the two never meet. That's correct, as they should never. No. Yeah, we're, we're bad. People, casino people don't really want us coming. No. <laughs> Because we just, we take our 20, and when it's gone, we're done. They're like, can you at least buy a drink or something? No. And we're like, no, no. Can, can, we'll take a free soda. Yeah, we're, we're going to the machine over here and helping ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. You can tell the girl in the short pants to get me a water, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we'll have fun. Yeah. We will. We're going to have a good time. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I think we've done it. I think we have. I think this was a good one. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, not a whole lot has changed in 40 years. But <laughs> No, it sure hasn't, has it? I mean, it's gotten a little bit better. A little. Your boss can't outwardly smack your ass anymore. <laughs> that That is true. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Ooh. I think that that's what I got into something about him in the in the uh, that little documentary that they're doing. So I'm I'm gonna have to do more. We'll talk about that again. I did see something about Harvey and Bob Weinstein, but I didn't. They were just kind of like secondary players in whatever I was reading. Yeah. So I didn't really pay too much attention to it. I'll find out. <laughs> but I mean, you know. Sexual predators have been in Hollywood since there was a Hollywood. Yep. And since suddenly this is very surprising. Yeah. I don't know. Shocking, whatever. isn't it? Yeah. Men are awful. Yep. What? I know. Who knew? Right. How how did they keep it secret this long? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dick coming back. What are you doing here? Dick, what are you doing here? <laughs> I told you that. The first time I saw it, because I was much younger when I saw this the first time, and the man standing out watching Judy in the windows freaked me out. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Well, I think we've done it. All right. So, hot fuzz, fish and chips, whenever. Sounds like a good plan. Sweet. I'm excited. I, I think you will enjoy this movie. There are a ton of Jim Broadbent. Timothy Dalton. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Did they say Bob's your uncle? I don't think so. Aww. Um, but Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. Oh, wow. Uh, there's a cameo by Steve Coogan and Bill Nye. And Bill Nye the science guy? Not the science guy. His, oh. He's the English, the old English guy. Oh, okay. And yes. Yeah. N-I-G-H-Y. Yes. Yeah, whatever that says. <laughs> Nye, whatever. All right. Yeah, they're good. in it. Yeah, it's. 
I think you'll enjoy it because it, at its heart, it's a body cop movie, and then it's kind of a slapsticky death movie. Okay. And a mystery. I think it'll be fun. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, my baby. All right, I guess we will wrap this up and see you, I guess, whenever we see you. Oh, also, we are on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Facebook is Movies with My Mother. Um, fa- our Twitter is MWMMPod. We're on iTunes and Google Podcasts and Spotify and pretty much all of the places you can find podcasts. Um, iHeartRadio, we're there. Tell your friends. We're Ooh. everywhere you want to be. <laughs> like Visa. Um, <laughs> uh, rate and review us. Uh, we have an email address, which I don't know why we don't plug this more often, yeah. but the email address is movieswithmymother, all one word, at yahoo.com. Um, critiques, yeah, suggestions. let us know. Are, are we boring you? Don't be nasty. Yeah, we won't. Yeah, we'll talk about you. I will talk shit about you. Yes, we will. Um, but yeah, uh, like and review wherever you can on whatever podcast app you, you use. And yeah, we'd again, love it. Yeah, tell your friends. We are having a good time. We're hoping that you listeners are having a good time. And yes. um we probably should have said this at the top, but hi to any new people that are listening. Oh, yes. We appreciate you stopping by. Love it. So um, stop by again with us whenever we post a new app. Yes. Which should be soon. I got halfway through Friday last night, so. Yay. Yeah. All right. All right, friends. I, we will see you when we see you. All righty. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.